This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you as the manhunt continues. Pandemonium and tragically, this is what happens when a city is widely viewed as soft on crime. New Yorkers' worst-case scenario, nightmare situation, a heavily armed madman on the subway during rush hour. The criminal class must know, must get the message that the days of kid gloves and sympathy are over. And just one second, Curtis Lee will join me via telephone. No one knows the subway system better than Curtis Lee. We'll be taking your telephone calls during the course of the hour. I see all the calls already lined up. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. First, I want you to listen, before we go to Curtis Sliwa, to what Governor Hochul said regarding the subway attack. The people of the entire state of New York stand with the people of this city, this community, and we say no more. No more mass shootings. No more disrupting lives. No more creating heartbreak for people just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. Agreed, Governor. You haven't been in office long, just like Mayor Adams. But the governor is commenting like she's a spectator, like she's you or I when she is the leader of the state, when Mayor Adams is the leader of the city of New York. And boy, the governor's race may be shaken up. I'm going to go to that in just a second, a few minutes, in terms of the lieutenant governor indicted on federal corruption charges, Brian Benjamin, and he has resigned. Just last week, Governor Hochul stood by her number two. This could completely upend the race for governor. The primary is January, excuse me, June 28th. Before I go to Curtis Sliwa, I want you to listen to what a witness to the subway shooting had to say 
as he recounts his experience. I was going on the end. There was, there was, there was two end trains, right? I missed the first one, and I got on the second one. The second one on the second car... I seen him in the corner, right? I sat right. I sat by the by the by the seat by the window on the first door when I came in, and I looked at him, and I, was, I thought to myself, he was talking to himself for like a while. So I looked at him, and I was like, this guy must be off drugs. And and what, while we was on the train traffic on 59, we left on it, closed the doors, and when we was about to hit the 36th Street, we uh, we stopped for five minutes. He pulls a he, he takes out a gas mask from from one of his little luggage. I don't know what those are called. And he just like, he said, he opened one of his gas tanks and he said, oops, my bad. He pulls out an axe, he drops it. He takes a gun out. He starts shooting. He shoots He shoots me first for some reason. I don't know why me. And I dodged his bullet somehow. I jump over the, 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 the chairs, like the chairs. I jump over it. One guy gets shot right next to me. He says, help, help. So I told some person to help him out, cover the blood for him. I jump over, I, I bang the door, and I, I kick with my leg, and I have a little trick. So I kick with my leg, and I bang the door open, then there, was, then there was another door, we're trying to get on the first part, that one was not opening because the MTA, the guy locked the door, so I couldn't open that one, it wasn't possible. So lucky, five minutes later, I opened the door, there's, there's like a bunch of people who are wounded, one's like, I don't know, dead or something, I don't know what happened. And it was crazy because... And we got we got the R train. I got to empty workers to like come to like come help the two people that was in the second car. And it was some, it was crazy. I told the cop like help these two people. Don't even bother with me. They checked me. Everything else fine. But I got lucky with it. Police are hunting for a man by the name of Frank James, uh, who has been active uh, on uh, social media posting video rants online, uh, expressing bigoted views and criticizing Mayor Adams. As a result, as a result, Mayor Adams' uh, security detail has been increased. And so, Mr. James, I mean, who, who knows? You, you could be listening to the radio right now. And I, I would just urge you to please turn yourself in because the NYPD is coming for you and they are going to find you. It could happen this hour. It could happen in the morning. But they are going to find you. Please turn yourself in, a person of interest. We are going to go to your telephone calls, but before we do so, let me bring in Curtis Sliwa, and we say good morning to you, Curtis. Well, it's been a long, long day, Dominic. I've been out at the scene at 36th Street or 4th Avenue, which is just a few blocks from the 72nd Precinct, a really busy station, Dominic. It is where three, three separate lines converge, the R, the N, and the D. And yet we find out after this uh, carnage that the video cameras throughout this station and two other stations, one north and one south, inoperable, not working. No police at the station. That's a very busy station. There should have been cops there. And it's just we don't have enough cops. I I think a lot of people don't remember that it was de Blasio and city council who took a billion dollars out of their budget. It's never been put back, and cops have begun normal retirement, early retirement. They're being recruited in Florida, in Washington, D.C. 
we've lost a lot of cops. And you just don't have enough cops to be in all the places we need them to be. And there's got to be a plan. The mayor has really got to get serious now because he called us a laughing stock about two weeks ago, and we are. But now he's got to buckle down and actually put a plan in effect, which includes what he talked about during his campaign, stop and frisk, traffic stops, because if we don't start doing that, this is just going to continue as we get into the warmer and warmer months. And, you know, Curtis, that's what I'm worried about, the potential for copycats. And nobody knows the subway better than you. You and I both are, if you will, street guys. And we both know that this is a worst-case scenario because the subway system, you, you know, there are not enough cops to, to patrol the entire system and it's almost impossible to stop a madman that wants to go into the subway system and do what this individual did. What's your take on that, Curtis? Well, I look at it in an even more severe way. Uh, this uh, emotionally disturbed person, because no doubt he's emotionally disturbed, has sort of caught the attention of terrorists out there who have never finished what they ultimately wanted to do, which was destroy New York City the first time around the World Trade Center. The second time, they almost accomplished their goal. But you know that in some cave in Yemen or Afghanistan or Iraq, they're watching this, and they're saying, wow, how easy the subway is to hit. Look, you got this one mad guy, and look at all the damage he did. So we really have to double down now because... Terrorists are still out there from Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and other parts. They want to do harm to us. And as you know, in just a few weeks, the borders are going to be wide open. And it's not just people seeking uh, a new way of life that are going to be pouring across that southern border. Amongst them are probably going to be some terrorists. And I got to believe that after seeing how successful this guy was in shooting 10 people, remember, Dominic, if his Glock 9 had not jammed up, he had three more clips. He would have just kept firing yes. over and over and over. Yes. yes. So if you're a terrorist and you're watching this, you realize, wow, this city is really weak. It really cannot withstand attacks. Look, the teenagers are getting shot. Elderly people are being shot. A madman shoots 10 people in a subway. And you know what I heard all day today in Sunset Park, Dominic? That's it. I'm out of here. Yes. Florida, here I come. Yes. Georgia, North Carolina. This is just another nail in the coffin. New York City cannot return back to the way it was before the pandemic and the lockdown of March 2020 unless we deal with this rising violent crime rate. Curtis, uh, we, we have a lot of calls that I'm going to go to in just a second. But as someone that has been around a long time, and I, I appreciate your expertise, uh, you know, clearly, uh, clearly this um, this man of interest, Frank James, uh, had some issues. But he was smart enough to get away, apparently, if this is the individual, from the scene. And he's missing as we speak. Authorities have not been able to locate him. What I'm worried about, God forbid, if he knows that he's a marked man, what if he decides in just a few hours 
to disguise himself and attempt to do again in the subway what he did yesterday. I mean, do you feel, Curtis, that New Yorkers should be on edge? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And also use this as an example of we got to go over every square inch inch of that subway and make it so that each station is safe, each moving train is safe. Every train should have a video camera in it. Dominic, why don't we have video cameras in the moving cars? It's not that expensive. We, we should be able to see everything that's going on in the subway system at any given hour or minute of the day. The technology is there. We're not putting the cops into the subway system, so we're going to have to depend on technology. And I think uh, this is sort of like we got to come to the truth of the situation is if we don't hire more cops, this is going to continue to escalate out of control. You can't keep moving the cops. One minute, you flood a housing project. Next minute, you flood Times Square. Next minute, you flood the subways. Correct. they got to be there all the time or they're Correct. not going to have an impact. Correct. The criminals know how to operate around the cops. And it's really sad. Uh, in conclusion here, Curtis, before I go to the um, to the uh, telephone calls, I am putting the blame squarely. Yes, this individual appears to have some mental uh, issues, but I am putting this squarely on this soft on crime policies. Uh, and we've got to stop pandering. I'm talking about society to the left because this is sending a, a message throughout the country and world that crime is tolerated in New York. And I mean, you know, Curtis, I don't know if you had a chance to see some of the uh, social media posts of Mr. Uh, James, a person of interest. He's African-Americans. He's African-American, but he's expressed very bigoted views against black people. Have you had a chance to see any of his social media yet? I know you've been very busy tonight and today. No, no, I have, especially blaming black women for problems that have befallen black the black community. No, he's wigged out in a number of ways. But understand this, our reaction to this cannot be from the mayor or the governor tomorrow. We got to stop the guns from coming into the city, the ghost guns. I don't want to hear that, Dominic. There's right. already a million illegal handguns in the streets of New York City. We got to make it so that you will hesitate to carry that gun. You will hesitate to put it in uh, your car and carry it around with you so that it can be quickly used. What you got to do is create a situation with stop and frisk and traffic stops. They're going to keep these guns in their house, and they're less likely to reach for them and end up committing the kind of shootings that we see now on a regular basis. And uh, Mayor Adams, in terms of his increased uh, security, I know you ran against him, but uh, how do you feel about that situation? Well, how ironic. He said he needed his brother Bernard, remember, to protect him from white supremacists. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that, Curtis. I, I, I don't I forgot. look like no white supremacist to me. I, I forgot. I forgot all about that comment. Curtis Lee, what, any closing thoughts before I let you go? And I believe you'll be uh, back with uh, Frank Marano this morning, correct? Uh, I'll be back with the boys in the morning. Okay, I'll be in back the morning. with uh, okay. Sid Rosenberg. Right. Okay. Uh, what, what we have to do is Eric Adams is going to be doing all interviews tomorrow. 
stop with the interviews and work on a plan. Get out of the TV lights and get into the room at one police plaza and come up with a plan you should have had before you got sworn in to become mayor. You know what, Curtis Lewa? I agree with you a thousand percent. A thousand percent. There should have been a plan in advance. If you're going to double uh, the transit police, that should have been done on day one. Uh, not after this uh, after this mass shooting. But, Curtis, I want to thank you for your time, and I will be listening in the morning. And thank you for your uh, expertise. Curtis Lewa joining us live here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Of course, Curtis will have a lot more to say about this situation uh, in the days ahead. And as we speak, folks, I'm about to go to your telephone calls, but it is hard to comprehend. It is hard to understand that as we speak, This suspect, Frank James, is on the run. The the man that police want interest in, they're hunting for him. He's on the run, and we don't know if there's an encore. We don't know what he plans to do next and when. We just don't know. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. I'm going to begin uh, this morning in Los Angeles, California. Let's say good morning to David. David, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. First of all, I don't think there will be an encore because he left the keys to his U-Haul weapons and backpack behind. So I think he's just on the run. Well, uh, well, wait, 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 David, that, that's an assumption. We don't know if that's part of his plan. We don't well, okay, know. Okay, well, I'm just, you're calling with my opinion, and I'm saying I don't think there will be because he left the keys with you all and everything behind. Okay. So, you know, unless he's so heavily financed, you know, he's going to have a tough time. Um, Now, what's interesting is he actually is upset that Eric Adams isn't doing enough to fix the subway crime. He complained that, geez, I took the subway the other day and it was filled with homeless people. What's going on, Eric, my brother? Yes, so it's he did not say like that. Right. So it's, I don't think I don't think they need to be concerned that he's going to be going after Eric Adams. It's more of a factor. He's concerned that there's going to be backlash like against black people from whites that will trigger a race war. So, like, that's his concern. And now he's mentally ill. And because of Ukraine, he's like, look what's going on with Ukraine. What's next is the war against black people. The white people will have had enough and say, let's get rid of these black people. So that's what the motivation behind it. So this is an extremely unique issue. It's not under the normal guise of the type of crime that we're seeing. Um, it's a serious issue. Uh, but, you know, for Eric Adams, I don't like when he comes out and says we need gun control because no gun control is going to prevent something like this. That just takes accountability off of Eric. And that's what I have to say about well, this. I well, David, so I can hear your answer. Okay, David, I, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for your call. Uh, you are correct in your assessment of what this person of interest, Frank James, has said on social media. But he is clearly, obviously, a um, a sick man, as he admits himself uh, in his past, and um, and he needs help. But 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 here's my point, and this is not a normal situation. But he knew enough to know that he could find a way onto a subway and do what he did being heavily armed. So he knew that 
it was possible to carry it out here in New York City. It's all very sad, but that is exactly what he did. The politicians must stop talking. Stop with the mouth, and we need something done. And by the way, the lawmakers up in Albany, Senate Majority Leader, Assembly Speaker, we, we, the silence is not good now. You, you, you have been the folks with this woke moment telling us that we got to correct all these historical uh, mistakes of the past and look what happened to innocent New Yorkers just yesterday morning. And God only knows we don't know what's next, the next shoe to drop in this situation. This is very much an ongoing situation. Uh, literally, as we speak, folks, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back with your calls, but I do want to tell you that it's time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. Listen to Mayor Rudy Giuliani every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. here Rudy talks about Hunter Biden. But Hunter also was spending the Biden crime before he got to pay the expenses. I think even before he got to do the 50 percent, he was buying massive amounts of his crack, $150,000 cars. You can see from the testimony of his wife that that was out of control. Well, that was coming out of everybody's percentage. I mean, this was a family business. James was involved in it. He was also using other bag men, and they were getting pieces of this. I mean, James did a big score in Iraq. He got into a $1.5 billion housing deal in Iraq with no experience on housing when Joe caved in on the status of forces agreement. WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Very, very serious situation. Police are hunting for a person of interest, Frank James, in their search for the gunman who turned the quiet subway car into, if you will, a war zone Tuesday morning. He has been identified, Frank James, as a person of interest, oh, it, it is it is a uh, a bad situation. And folks, uh, as far as the politics of this city, the politics of New York City, we you you may have heard Curtis Lewa mention this. We need stop and frisk. The city is out of control. I know, I know the federal civil rights uh, uh, violations and so on, and that's because maybe it was not maybe it was definitely used uh, too much, too much. But the city was safe. 
Look at what we're dealing with now. And no one wants to admit this, what I'm about to say, but you know that the crazies, the copycats, may be on the way. We don't want this to happen, but we're dealing with a a, a very, very bad situation where I don't see it getting better any time soon. It's to the point where I will not ride the subway. I will not do it because I value my life. Those people did not deserve what they got during rush hour. Can you imagine the fear of a smoke-filled train car and bullets are flying everywhere and you don't know what's going on? And then the subway uh, doors open and people are running out, crawling out. Blood is everywhere. Let's go back to the telephone calls. We are taking your calls. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Look, uh, here's the deal. You've got got an issue of uh, of a lunatic running around, killing people, wounding people, causing, causing absolute terroristic mayhem. In this, in this city, I guarantee you there's one out of six or seven people who are quite competent and capable of possessing a handgun in public safely and, and very responsibly. The problem is that this, this state is so paranoid at the slightest thought of allowing people to own firearms. The cops cannot be everywhere. If you have, say, uh, maybe 10 percent of the population who are, are competent and checked out and they can carry a handgun in public, I think these people would have been put down. The, the, the second thing is, quite frankly, I'm going to be dead honest with you, which I value the truth, is that I ride the trains a great deal. I visit a lot of people. I visit a lot of disabled vets, and I'm on the trains constantly. The, I've been on those trains. I have not seen any uniformed officers, and I haven't seen undercover cops. I know what an undercover cop looks like. I'm not stupid. I'm a man of years. I've dealt with police. They are not on the train. The trains are the absolutely empty of any protective measures other than, you know, oh, if you got a problem, run run and push the button on the on the, on the pillar and you'll get help from the token clerk. What is the token clerk going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Phil, uh, before I let you go, why why is this? Because from my point of view, this is a pattern of behavior that starts at the top of – this wokeness and we have a city and we have a country when it comes to crime that is out of control. In your opinion, what's the source for all of this? Well, Dominic, I I understand what you're saying, but this has nothing to do with wokeness or anything else. This is just people who just are sick. They have possessed by this and that. And one of your previous callers talking about a black and white war, I think that's in very poor taste. Because but, that's not, but no, 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 no. But Phil, he he was he was being honest, the caller, and he was reciting what this suspect Frank James has said in his social media. That, yeah, that, but you don't what, make that. Go ahead. You don't make that the overall truth. You you don't make that a declaration and say, well, I happen to be John Q. Public, and I think that's what he really means, and and you know, blah blah blah. The the point of it is, if you want to stop these cuckoo birds going around killing people, hurting people. 
The only way to do it is to have people in public who are allowed to carry. In Texas, the crime rate's down 21% in a matter of a month or two. What does that tell you, Dominic? You can prevent crime when, it, when people know that the public is armed, at least in part, we are protected. You know, a single shot can take him down. If, if someone on that train would have had a, a legal carry permit and a handgun, they could have put him down in no time. Right. All but, those well, people would hey, not hey, have Phil, been hurt. Phil, I, I hear you and I thank you for the call. But you see, that's when I have a problem when we start making these Hollywood comparisons. First of all, we can call this man whatever we want to may call him, but he was smart enough to do the smoke situation so nobody could see anything. So if the bullets didn't start flying until the subway car was filled with smoke, even if there was someone on the train with a gun, who are they going to shoot at? And they're going to end up hitting innocent people. And so I, I hear the argument, uh, about about and I hear it all the time about carrying a firearm and you know maybe it's time that we seriously consider that I mean I I look to the state of Georgia and which you know if you're a state resident you know basically without a criminal past you you can um, get a uh, a license to carry a firearm it's just but but we have to deal with the here and now and the here and now is that we have the gun laws that we currently have in which uh, if you're a law-abiding citizen, if you're a criminal, you may not get in too much trouble if you have a gun. But if you're a law-abiding citizen, you, you're going you're gonna to end up uh, in a lot of trouble if, if you're carrying a, um, a, a firearm. And so, it, you know, maybe if it wasn't the smoke in the subway car and then we said that somebody had a, a firearm to fight back, then yes, maybe. But but that wasn't the situation. What I'm concerned about right now is the here and now. And the here and now is Frank James. We don't know where he is right now. We don't know if he's planning the next incident and just a matter of hours on the subway system. We don't know if he's uh, stuck somewhere near the vicinity of where this happened, but but he's he's somewhere, and we know that the world's greatest police force, local and national, are looking for him, but he's not in custody as of me speaking right now, and that makes him a very dangerous man. He is only a, a person of interest as of right now, but I still, on a personal level, consider him a very dangerous man until law enforcement tells me, tells the public that he no longer is or that he is in custody. We don't know if he's in Manhattan. We don't know if somehow he left the state. I, I don't think he would be able to leave the state that fast, but we just don't know. Let's go to Eddie. Eddie is calling from Queens. Good morning, Eddie, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hello, Mr. Mr. Carter. Uh, the the police budget is eleven billion dollars, and they can't stop crime in the subway, much less in New York City. How much money do you conservatives want to keep throwing at the police, and they can't even stop crime anywhere? Okay. Well, one, I I don't know that eleven billion number sounds mighty high. I don't have the stats in front of me or the numbers in front of me right now. But but Eddie, 
<laughs> Police can't do everything. They can't be everywhere. We expect for them to be social workers. We expect for them to be mental health counselors. We expect for them to uh, be EMTs and, and deliver medical services and babies until EMS arrives. They can't do everything, especially when they're handcuffed by the politicians. When are we going to stop and and look at this for what it is? The police are handcuffed. Their budget, the NYPD, has been cut. And, I, you know, mental illness or not regarding this suspect, I blame wokeness. I blame defund the police because the climate has been set for a nut to read this situation and do, unfortunately, what happened in that subway car. Let's go to Miguel in Flushing. Good morning, Miguel. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, you have a great show. And Thank I, you. I'm glad that you talk about crime. This is all the people that are out there that think you shouldn't talk about crime. Well, here we go. Another shooting. It's getting worse. And it's just the same thing. The politicians are going to do the same thing. And we're stuck in this until we vote differently. Mm-hmm. The gun laws are not helping because, like you said, the bad guys are the ones with the guns. It's, and it's, the subways, I ride the trains every day. They're not safe. Do you have to ride They're the subway safe. tomorrow They're, or today, I should yes, say? I ride them. I, I ride them all the time. I get to back and forth to work. I work nights. And when, when, just, when you're on the train, help me out here, Miguel. When you're on the subway, what is your mindset? When you're on the subway or in the subway. So survive. You have to survive to get to the other side. You see homeless people, crazy wow. people talking to themselves. Um, you see people fighting and arguing. I saw two homeless fighting just yesterday. It, it does. There's no police around. I don't know what they're talking Miguel, about. Miguel, Miguel, you know, I, I'm sorry, man. It, it breaks my heart to hear you say when I ask you about the subway that, and I know you're being real with me that to survive it's come to that that when you when you go on the subway that you're trying to survive folks when are we going to wake up and smell the coffee when are we going to get it miguel when are we going to understand what is going on this is what the like you said this is the result of wokeness and when you talk to liberals about this delta right away they mention mental health Oh, we have to let them go. We have we can't keep them in jail. We have to go back to policing under what Rudy Giuliani was doing. Absolutely. And what Bloomberg was doing. This uh, mental health thing, this wokeness nonsense needs to stop. People are getting hurt. They're getting killed. There's a war zone on a train. It's ridiculous. Wow. Miguel, I, I thank you for the call, and and I and I'm really sorry, man, that that you that you feel you have to survive to get for as you said from one point point A to point B when you get on the subway. Let's take another call. Let's go to the great state of Ohio. Let's say good morning to Jay. Jay, you're on the Dominic Carter show. What's on your mind? Yeah. Um. Listen. I know that uh, your state 
and um, Louisiana are the two most two of the most corrupt states in the in the whole union, right? And um, that's that's part of the problem right there, the corruption in your, in the state. Which I think that um, like uh, I don't the machines like for the voting machines, they need to go back to the ballots, paper ballots. And get rid of the the corrupt politicians. Well, you know, yeah, hey, hey, you, election you, system. You, you huh? know what, Jay? I I have a lot of calls, but I do want to say this. I I agree with you. I know that this sounds crazy, but I think I would feel better if. And thank you for the call, Jay, from the great state of Ohio. To your point, Jay, I think that I would feel better if we went back to paper ballots. Um, and, and count them, you know, in an updated way. But I, I just, I just would feel better about the system. So maybe Jay is on to, uh, to something. Let's go to Mary Beth on Long Island. Good morning, Mary Beth. What's on your mind? Good morning. I'm with you. I'm still thinking about Miguel and other people like him who are taking these trains at night. Yes. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Yes. Um, Kathy Hochul, she said, we can't take it anymore. No, you're doing fine, Kathy. It's we, the people, who can't take this anymore. Agreed. Agreed. It's just ridiculous. Um, I'm so glad that Curtis mentioned the fact that this just shows people how vulnerable our subway system is. The cameras weren't working. There are no cameras in the cars themselves. People are locked in on certain trains. I know they they do that so no one gets hurt walking through, but there's got to be a way to open those doors. Those people were trapped in there. What a nightmare. Yes, and... um... And Mary Beth, think about the possibility of what could have happened if this was in Manhattan. You, you said, uh, and correctly so, that they were trapped in there. And I thank you for the call, Mary Beth. Imagine the scenario if it was on the A train or the D train from 59th to 125th Express or from 125th to 59th. And so for a good five to six minutes, you're on that train locked in, and this suspect is doing what he is doing. Again, uh, as we speak right now, police have identified uh, Frank James as a a, uh, a man of uh, interest, and I, I don't even really want to get into his social uh, media posts because the, the bigotry that he expressed and and again, he's African American, but the bigotry that he expressed uh, about black people is disgusting. And so I, I'll just leave it at that. If you folks want to take a look uh, for yourself, but Mayor Adams' security detail, of course, the mayor is uh, under COVID uh, lockdown. Uh, but once he's able to come out in a couple of days. His security detail has been increased. And as we speak, at 42 minutes past the hour, this suspect is still out there somewhere. When daylight hits and rush morning rush hour, we don't know what could happen. We do know that our great police are working around the clock to find him. We will continue this conversation with your phone calls when I come back.
WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. We will get back to the Brooklyn subway shooting in a moment, but the race for New York governor, there is no other way to state this. It has been completely upended in terms of uh, Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin resigning following his arrest uh, this morning on federal corruption charges. And uh, this is not a good look for Governor Kathy Hochul. Seven months after she selected Benjamin as her partner uh, in terms of uh, state government, and it's it's a uh, campaign finance scandal when he was running for uh, city comptroller. Mr. Benjamin was one of the candidates that was up here at WABC Radio for the debate. Smooth-talking guy, uh, uh, I believe Ivy League uh, educated. Um, and, and, you know, you knew that he had a political future, but you didn't know about this scandal. And so... Kathy Hochul, in all likelihood, because he's still going to be on the ballot. You can't get him off the ballot. He's her running mate. Uh, Kathy Hochul probably, probably will still win the Democratic primary. But, folks, remember I said this, and I have never said this about this race thus far this year. For the first time, for the first time, because up until this scandal, no Republican was going to beat the Democratic nominee. But now a Republican candidate may actually win the governor's race. I was around with ABC, anybody but Cuomo, and George Pataki came out of nowhere, out of peak skill, and became governor of uh, New York State. You may hear him on Cats at Night from time to time. But, but the situation has been set where a Republican at least has a fighting shot now of winning. This is an absolute nightmare for the Democrats. The vetting process. Governor Hochul, did your team vet this guy? I know you wanted a black guy on the, on the ticket with you to deliver the black vote, progressive vote out of New York City, but did you vet this guy? I mean, I know that, you know, you coming from Buffalo, a moderate, you needed a black out of New York City on the ticket. You found him, but did you vet this guy? And so now he's forced to resign. The feds take him out. He's forced to resign. And the governor's race, the primary, is right around the corner, June 28th. So Tom Swazi. Uh, you know, we'll 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 see what happened. The public advocate, New York City polling shows that that he doesn't have a chance at all. But but we'll see. Jamani Williams. We'll see. We'll see what this is a game changer. It's a game changer. Let's go back to the topic at hand. And coming up at one AM, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, 
It what 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 bothers me, what scares me is the subway shooting suspect is still at large as we speak. We don't know if he's still in that area. We don't know if he's in Manhattan. We don't know what's going to happen with the morning rush hour. The system is too vast, too big for the NYPD to be everywhere. So that's the train system. What about the bus system? The largest city in America. And this is why we can't play these games with wokeness, with defund the police. The message has to be the way it was under Giuliani of uh, anti-crime units. And the message was simple. Law and order, law and order, law and order. Look at what we're dealing with right now. We can't even grieve over the 16-year-old girl shot walking home from school. We can't even grieve about the grandmother, the 61-year-old grandmother killed near East 188th Street in the Grand Concourse. We can't grieve for any of those situations and countless others because they continue to happen. And now we have a madman that shot up a subway car. So at what point do we stop? And it's not going to stop. The politicians can talk until they're blue in the face. Ghost guns. Yes, ghost guns are a problem. But the bigger problem is your rhetoric. That's the biggest problem. LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, yes, God have mercy uh, on us. Uh, um, I'm just saying real uh, four things real fast. First of all, I'm retired 30 years at MTA. The, do- um, the trains on the larger trains, the BMT, the doors can't open because the door, um, the, um, the the incline, it, as the people go through, you could get crushed to crushed to death. Number um, number two. Um, uh, some of the long-time uh, MTA officials and city officials that uh, uh, that really haven't done anything for the MDA should, MTA uh, problems should take the blame for this. And uh, if they don't take the blame, the head should roll. Uh, also, all hands should be on deck to do the MTA police bridge and tunnel officers and New York City police uh, officers and state troopers, all hands on deck. Um, when you say all hands on deck, are you referring to this morning's rush hour? What are you referring to? All involved. If you want this big system to be safe, you're going to have to get everybody. MTA, Bridge and Tunnel, New York City Police, and state troopers. Also, um, uh, if you could put have gun detectors in Yankee Stadium, and if you could bring a subway car into a, 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 a sofa into a subway car, that means you could bring a bazooka into into a, a train, and the lawsuits is going to be extra uh, astronomical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, LQ, uh, you make some good points, and I thank you for them. Um, as a former MTA, I believe retired MTA employee yourself, I'm not even thinking about the lawsuits right now. What I'm thinking about 
And again, you know, I, I really do want to say this. Uh, Frank James is the uh, the man of interest for the NYPD. Mr. James, if you are listening to the radio right now, if you can hear my voice, please turn yourself in. Please, immediately, so that no one else is hurt. You already know that law enforcement is aggressively looking for you. I understand that you feel you, you have these grievances and so on, but, but at this point, please, for the sake of mankind, for the sake of all of us, please turn yourself in right now. In a second, Frank Morano is going to join me. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. you got to be quick here. All right, Big Dom. Of course, we've got to make room for Frank coming in here. Okay, go ahead, please. Right, sure. Folks, uh, when you go into the New York City uh, subway system, obviously the elevated system, you go to the turnstile, you go into a time machine, and you're going back into the 1970s, but you don't have to go back that far. You go back 30 years ago, this attack almost mirrors what an illegal alien from Jamaica, Colin Ferguson, did on a passenger train. He didn't want to do the shooting in New York City. He didn't want to embarrass David Dinkins. He murdered numerous people. People. This is what's taking place, folks. The hard left in this country wants people, their warriors in the street, the criminals. They've released them. Exhibit A, they release them all the time out of there. They let them out. They let murderers out. And what, what the Republican governor has to do, their candidates have to do, not only fire the DAs, fire the mayor of New York City, too. I know you're going to get another lefty, but as long as he knows he's going to get fired, just keep firing him. That's it. Get rid of every one of them because there's no, listen, there's no way out of this, folks. The hard left wants the criminals okay, on I, the I street. Hear, I, hear you, they want them on- I, I hear you, Steve. I'm just short of time, so I can't let you go on. You mentioned the Colin Ferguson situation on the uh, LIRR train. It's interesting that, because there are some similarities. However, Colin Ferguson uh, intentionally targeted uh, white Americans, and uh, this person of interest, Frank James, African American, has a dislike of fellow African Americans. I don't know if that had anything to do with him selecting the subway, but we're short on time. We're going to try and get to as many calls as we can. I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight, the show that's coming up. Frank, good morning. What do you have? Good morning, Dominic. Well, no surprise we're going to be talking about uh, the issues that you've been talking about all hour. This horrible mass shooting on the subway. I'm going to be joined for analysis and updates by former New York City Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick. I'm going to ask him what he thinks the possible motive is and then how a manhunt goes, uh, where we go from here. Are we, are we talking about a matter of hours until this person is caught? Days? Weeks? Who knows? So we're going to get into that with Bernie Carrick. And uh, this uh, rather shocking news, at least to Kathy Hochul, of uh, Brian Benjamin being arrested and resigning. I'm going to break that down along with some other issues in state politics with Fred Dicker, formerly the dean of the Albany Press Corps, veteran journalist, covered Albany for a long time. He's going to join me. And then uh, we're going to uh, talk about the passing of Gilbert Gottfried, a legendary comedian, uh, gone way too soon at the age of 67 with Bruce Charrett, a uh, veteran comedy producer and a manager who was a friend of Gilbert's for over 35 years. So I'm looking forward to that conversation as well. Let's get to the phone calls, uh, as many as we can, as quick as we can. John Garden, City, Long Island. Good morning. Go right ahead. How you doing, Dominic? Good. I just Please go to ahead. comment on the fact that... Hey, Dominic. I, Dominic? Hear, I hear you, John. Please go ahead. We're short on time. I, 
I just wanted to comment on the fact that there was no fatalities. And opposed to what you were saying about him being smart using smoke bombs, I think it worked against him because he couldn't see the people he was shooting at either. I don't I don't think that he cared. I think thank you for the call, John. I think that he just wanted to wound, unfortunately, as many as he could. Al in New York City, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, both gentlemen. Uh, listen, just to dovetail on what LQ said, he's 100 percent right. Here's the story. You have 476 stations. You have to have 476 little mini stations on every platform. And it can be supplemented. MTA does Manhattan. State troopers do the Bronx. Queens is done by the city, Staten Island, uh, Staten Island Police. In addition, you go to Miami, they have certified peace officers making 30000 not 106 like a cop. Guess what? They could be a president on every station. Bottom line is you got stations. You have to have a person working cameras. It's as simple as that. And you have to have like a little ESU in every major borough that they can respond right until it's an incident. You know what I mean? Good, to me, sounds like a important. good idea. Al, I thank you for the call. What, Frank, what do you make of what Al just said? It seems reasonable and, and, and a, a possible uh, plan of action to me. Well, look, I think if somebody wants to commit a crime like this and they're determined to commit a mass shooting, there's nothing that can be done to stop them. I think That's the subway the system is too vast and it's too big. I mean, even if you had a police officer in every car on every subway, which would essentially involve almost tripling the police force, that still wouldn't be enough if somebody decides to detonate a smoke bomb and start shooting people. So, I mean, it, look, I think there are definitely safety precautions that we can take. But um, this guy, I guarantee you, we're going to find out, had a, something of a criminal history. He was apparently on a terror watch list. you got to keep people from like that, like that from getting a Glock. That's the point. Dominic Carter saying keep it right there, folks. Frank Morano coming up. This suspect still at large. Keep it on WABC. We will have the very latest. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same station. Have a good morning. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.